whiskey. Welcome to the Whiskey Underground. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the BSEA Whiskey Underground. We're here tonight in the secret speakeasy to relax and enjoy one of the finest man-made creations on earth, whiskey. Brant. What's happening? Not too much, man. It is uh, it's a fine night to drink some smooth Tennessee whiskey. Yes, sir. I was going to say something about what day it was, but honestly, I don't even fucking know. Nope. No, it's just another day in 2020. It's Schmerz Day. Schmerz Day, like Lynn Tessa says. But it's a special day here because we have a guest in the secret speakeasy. Don't tell right. don't tell the authorities. We're breaking the protocols. But tonight we're, No, we're we're on the patio. We're out, outside dining. <laughs> yeah, that's fresco. Right. Yeah. It's freezing outside there. So cold. <laughs> uh, but tonight we have Derek Alverson. How's it going? Who is gonna be joining us in the secret speakeasy for the first time. I'm excited. I'm excited. What's up, Derek? Yeah, you know it's 2020, so I uh, I like whiskey. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, it's I like saw, a ho- it's like a hobby for right. everyone this year. I saw a funny thing on on one of the bourbon Facebook groups that I'm in that said it had like the uh, the time man of the year, uh, and then it just a rocks glass with whiskey. Accurate, accurate. I'm um, I'm like yeah, pretty much, pretty pretty much. Yep, yep. yep. So tonight, uh, we have uh, we, we brought Derek on the show because about, oh, I don't know, a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, Derek said, you got to try this shit, it's really good. Oh, no. And three I, years ago, sir. Three years, oh, wow, wow. Cool. Forever and a day ago. that long. Three years ago, he said, you got to try this shit. And I said, okay. And he, he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring you a bottle to Disney, and you can take it home. Well, I, I did take it home eventually, after I got mealed around the country. But... Okay, I do remember that. We are drinking the Kirkland's Premium Small Batch Bourbon, which is from Costco. Now I know you're sitting there thinking, come on, Costco alcohol. What is this? Do not be fooled by the label. It is good stuff. Yeah, and this is, I mean, but it's it's the Kirkland's brand, but like everything, it's Costco's. Yes house brand for whatever product ha- they have, which they have Kirkland brand, you name it, potato chips, paper plates, mm-hmm. toilet paper, Golf whatever clubs. whatever it is, which I'm sure they're selling toilet paper in 2020. Kirkland's toilet paper like gangbusters, probably oh, making, their num- making their numbers on, on Kirkland's toilet paper. I bet they are. But the thing is, is all of this stuff, Costco is not a manufacturer, right? So I mean, no. they obviously don't have a toilet paper plant, they don't have a, a, a potato chip plant. It's all being made by someone else slapping the slapping the Kirkland's label on it and shipping it over. But yep. the thing is, is, they don't really tell you tell you where it's made. Oh no, and it's no, and, that's, and I think it's I think they actually do. It's like shell companies. Like they they'll go, oh, this is, it'll say something to the effect of this is bottled in 
something California or, or wherever, but it's, it's... Exactly. So this one is bottled by the Tennessee Distilling Limited in Columbia, <laughs> Tennessee. That's not a real company. That's not a distillery. Right. <laughs> Let me tell you something. It's not a distillery, but what they do is they source it from somewhere and then bottle it at this place for Kirkland's and then Kirkland sells it as their own. Very, very clever thing so that no way... Honestly, tracking this down, tracking the source of this down is like a detective movie slash real crime drama. I mean, honestly, Serial could do a podcast about tracking the shit down and it would go double gold. It's, it's tough. I mean, so, like... And you think... Again, like you said, it's Kirkland's whatever. But it's really good and I found that actually to be for a lot of their alcohol halls. Uh, they're, yeah. they're really good. I don't know if, Brent, I don't know if we tasted them on the show. Or we've, I, I know we've had them together, but the, uh, the Kirkland Scotches are fantastic. Yeah. I've got two, I've got, I've got two in my, in my cabinet right now because they're I've had, amazing. I've had the 18, I've had the 20, um, they've got some even older ones. they got some 22 going yeah, this on. this year was and 22. And honestly, Brent, I, you know, you know what, Brent? I think we did them side by side with McAllen, and I'm pretty sure it, it, it's it's a McAllen juice. It was a Scotch episode, so I probably just I know, I know. Backlogged it, backlogged <laughs> it in the brain. So, uh, to not to bury the lead, but we think we have found the source, and that is uh, from George Dickel. Now, that's a famous Tennessee distillery. Not only do they do, they also they bottle their own stuff, and they bottle some really good stuff. But they also do enough to distill it to source Dickel out to other companies. Other Tennessee source, you know, people claiming to be Tennessee whiskey. So, Scott, um, step back real quick. So, this, this just changed to a Tennessee whiskey. I say just changed. Um, but I think about six years, about 14, 15-ish, it changed to Tennessee whiskey. Before that, it actually was a... Um, a bourbon. Well, it's still a bourbon because I guess it's got bourbon on the label, but made in Tennessee, where it was a Kentucky bourbon before mm-hmm. that. And the thought was that that was Jim, just Jim Beam white label that they were getting for, of course, a tremendous discount because they were probably buying it in bulk, slapping their label on it, probably. and selling it as that. And then relabeled it now to Tennessee, Tennessee bourbon. Um, which is definitely fucking misleading because most people don't see those two, those two things together. Because Tennessee is proud of their Tennessee whiskey. Um, I guess. Yeah, you no almost no one, yeah. you almost never see. In fact, this is the only label I've ever seen Tennessee straight bourbon whiskey, which is weird. Also, because this one's spelled with an e, and normally that's re- that's uh, reserved for Scotch. Yeah, very very. So I said this label is just. Throwing like this is like a um, fucking Sherlock Holmes episode, like trying yeah. to figure out where this, what the shit's going yeah. on here. Oh wait, no, no, but, I'm sorry. It's the Dickel. So it, the weird thing is the Dickel uh, label spells whiskey without the e, which is normally reserved for Scotch. Whereas this one, the Kirkland has whiskey with, has whiskey with, with an e. e. Yeah, America's with an e. That's without right. an e is M- import. Scotch. Um, Scotcher. I think even Irish is without everything else is without it. Or, oh, everything with an E except Scotch. Scotch is the only one that spells it without without the E. Without a, okay. Anyway, moving right. forward to, to what we what our thoughts are. So, do you want to 
Why don't we pour? Let's pour the. Let's pour the dickle pour first. Pour side by side. Yeah, we can do that. We'll pour them side by side. All right. So let's pour out our first one, which I'm gonna go with dickle here. Put that on the bar. Thank you, Jeeves. That smell, dude. That is like I can smell it without mm -hmm. putting my nose. Oh in yeah. Glass. No, it's got a great nose. And then we'll do. So I guess one of the, the the questions I have is how is the is the Dickel labeled Tennessee whiskey or is it Dickel labeled bourbon also? Nope, it's labeled the Tennessee whiskey. Okay, so Dickel's labeled Tennessee whiskey, mm -hmm. which means we but we so we know that goes. Here's a here's the kicker. That goes through Lincoln County process. Yes. But does this work? I don't think you can if it says if it's called bourbon. That's true. So that's the that's the weird thing here, is that I'm not sure it does go through the Lincoln County process. The Kirkland? Yeah. I mean, technically, it it shouldn't. But now that I, I mean, now that I think about all the the whiskey laws and how the newly whiskey laws are written, with barrel finishing and all that shit, I, I don't know if it does if it couldn't be called bourbon if it goes through the Lincoln County process. That's kind of a weird It's it, See, that's, and, that's the, and that's the thing is that's not a requirement for bourbon. Uh, I mean, going through the charcoal filtering is just something that Tennessee does. And, you know, those distilleries that do Tennessee whiskey, those Tennessee distilleries, are just so proud to be Tennessee whiskey. They don't want to be called bourbon because bourbon is synonymous with Kentucky. And let me tell you something. Kentucky and Tennessee, they don't really get along very well. As, as having family in Tennessee, still to this day, I can I can verify that. I can confirm. It, it, it's just, it, it's a weird thing. They just don't get along. So, you know, for the longest time, Tennessee whiskey, Kentucky bourbon. And neither of the two shall meet until we get Kirkland's. But that's Costco for you. All right, so let's let's start nosing some of these. Let's start with the Dickel. We'll start with the dickle on the nose. Color is pretty gold. I mean, that's a oh, good yeah. golden color. Like a rich gold. And they're pretty close to the same color if you look at They are, and that's side. and that's when we do them side by side. I mean, these are almost identical in color. Wow. Now, of course, obviously they're all aged in new chart American oak. Mm -hmm. um, the dickle is... Uh, you know what? It's weird. I don't, I don't see an age statement, but from their website, it says between ten and twelve years on their uh, their website. Hmm. Hmm. It's a deep gold on the color. The nose on the dickle. So I'm gonna tell you the first. First thing that I smell, this kind of has a crazy white wine like oaky thing happening for me, almost kind of like a sweet, sweet wine, kind of sweet, kind of aromatics. I don't know yeah. what you're catching, but something different. When you said the wine, honestly, it reminded me of a Chardonnay with oak. There's a yeah, very kinda, butterscotch yeah. oak note. You know what? It's weird. So when we poured this out, we got a very big hint of it. Um, 
There's. Yeah, it know, was very like aromatic. This is. It's nice and round, and it's nice and sweet. But there's a good butterscotch note that I get right off the front. You know, obviously caramel and butterscotch and vanilla and toffee. I mean, this is really like a nice caramel toffee note. But I am, I, I will say, when I first went up to, to my, my glass and, 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 and sniffed, first thing I got was very ethanol. Yeah, for 43%, it's got a good kick yeah. to it. Now, the more time this spends in the glass, I mean, it's been in about three minutes, yeah. some of those those ethanol vapors start to go away. So, yeah, and Scott, I'm with you. I think it has kind of that toffee. This one definitely has kind of that, I don't know, it's kind of like I said, the oak white wine, but the toffee, kind of brighter brighter smells. doesn't have big, big dark, deep yeah, there, there's candies no, or Yeah, no sweetness. deep molasses, no real rich brown sugar. It's more like a light caramel, like a really um, like a caramel and toffee apple. But there's really no apple in this one. Eh. A little bit. You can get kind of that green, green apple. There's a little hint of citrus on the back, like a lemon so, peel. So I see on, on the website there is a Barrel Select 9-year, but we are just drinking the regular Barrel Select. We're not drinking a single barrel 9-year, right? Correct. Okay. I didn't get a chance to look at the bottle. No, this is so. just the Dickel Barrel Select. It's between 10 and 12 years. It is small batch, and that's why I chose this one, because both of these say premium small batch. Okay. Now, the one thing I will say about this one, and I can tell on the nose is it's lacking, and I think we're going to find this out when you taste it, it's chill filtered. It is chill filtered. Okay. Right, fruits, citrus. There's a buttery note to it as well. It's definitely but buttery, citrus, all, all light. It's almost kind of got a, uh, like a melon kind of. Yeah. Or like a honeysuckle. Yeah, honeysuckle. that's it. Yes. I, could, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't point it in. Yeah. That's what it is. It's kind of got that, so like it has, to me it has that honeysuckle, but it, so to me that first smell was kind of like crisp white wine, almost like a chilled, like I said, chilled Chardonnay mm -hmm. Riesling, but the more you kind of dig into it and it, it, it kind of mellows out, I think. That honeysuckle, that kind of flower but sweet aromatic is in there. All right. Before we taste, go grab your Kirkland's. Got him. All right. Got him. And let's let's see what you get on this nose. So, see, this is a much different nose. Way different. See, this has more kind of toasted oak, vanilla. There's like vanilla wafers. There's like graham cracker and like a breadiness to it. Yeah. And you, like, honestly, this smells like vanilla wafers. Mm hmm. I agree. That literally is, is. God, you mix this with anything from Jack Daniels and you get banana and vanilla wafers? 
Oh shit! You can yeah, have a double <laughs> double bourbon cocktail. I do get yeah vanilla wafer. So there's a there is a good note of oak. But there's almost like a so I get like I get like a black tea, like tea leaves. There's like an earthy note to this one, rather than the very fruit and citrus forward on the barrel select. Yeah. Now that I do these side by side, I'm not sure they're the same. No, 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 no. These are not the same. Not even... It ain't the same juice. It may be coming out the same still. It may even be even the same mash bill. But these are not the... These are not the same. Yeah, because, you know... I think I chose Dickel because Dickel only uses like 8% rye in their mash bill. In fact, what is their mash bill? The Dickel so mash bill is goat. known. It's 84 corn, 8% rye, 8% malted barley. Go back to that Kirkland's and that honeysuckle bright almost kind of has a little barrel funk essence maybe. Maybe. Yeah. To it. There is there is a uh, like bright, bright fruits honeysuckle. Little citrus, but yeah, you know there is a wet just, wood mist. just a slight hint of wet wood. Like you blow, you gotta blow the ethanol away because this one is definitely higher proof, and you can tell in the nose. There is a slight hint of wet wood, but not like first thing you get. This is obviously aged in real barrels, not um, tiny little barrels pretending to be whiskey barrels. Yep, boy, I fucked my notes all up. <laughs> I'm used to doing one at a time, so I wrote both, like I wrote nose and then palate, I mean nose for the second one under palate for the first one. Like you go side by side and they start to marry into each other almost. This does have some good fruit notes and some good white wine notes, but not nearly as, not nearly as pungent and strong as the Dickel. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Okay. Just write down a few more notes here. Lemon peel. Bright fruit still. I can tell you if if the nose translates into taste, the dickle has already got a pretty sizable lead. Pretty sizable, yeah. Alright, what do you want to taste first? Derek, your choice. Uh, oh wait, now oh now I'm totally fucking myself. <laughs> This is, uh, now I'm like con now I'm confused because I'm thought what I thought was was one ain't the one I was thinking it was. Uh, I don't know. Now I'm confused. Anyway, uh, we're playing we're playing uh, yeah. Russian roulette with the glasses. Russian roulette. Yeah. Uh, Hold on, I can smell the bottles. I'm going to tell you. Hmm. Why don't we go ahead and. Uh, your, your call. We'll do, we'll do Kirkland. Yeah, you do, we'll do Kirkland's first. All right. Let's do Kirkland's. Let's grab that. Now, this comes in a one liter bottle. Uh, Derek, do you remember the price on this? It's like $30. Yeah, it's like 30 bucks. Liter. $29.99. All right. So, cheers, everyone. Cheers. 
I mean, that's pretty... That's not bad. No, it's actually pretty good. On, the palate is way better than the nose gives it to be. Yeah. It's good. This is... this. This is a fantastic everyday. Yeah. So I think I was I think I was giving you wrong nose and notes, but this the Kirkland's one to me definitely has more of the more oaky mm -hmm. burnt burnt orange, like I said, kind of like that kind of has black tea-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this one, I mean, to me, on the palate... So which one did you say had vanilla wafer smell, Scott? The uh, the Kirkland. Okay, then, we, then, I'm, then I'm right, yeah. Okay. So I'm, this I'm one in. is... I'm, I'm in. It's, it's good, you know, on the palate, good vanilla, really good mouthfeel. Uh, obviously, this one is not chill filtered, because you get a good, rich mouthfeel on this one. Um, this has a really nice vanilla, caramel... Uh, like you said, burnt orange, really good, like, orange peel, orange zest, grilled orange, orange marmalade, that kind of, like, bitterness when you get, when you, when you heat up an orange, um, and then iced tea, I mean, honestly, it tastes like a, a rich, like, black tea. This also, I think, has a kind of, that classic kind of tobacco and leather, mm -hmm. like it feels way older and mature than than it probably. Well, it says seven years. This one says seven years, but it feels like it's it's much older than that. So that's kind of interesting too. Um, and it doesn't really tell you just because it tells you where it's still doesn't really tell you where it's no. aged at. Um, so who knows where this is going? Well, they say it's bottled in Tennessee, uh -huh. so I'm guessing it either sits at. So it's in, it's bottled in yeah. bottled in Tennessee by that. Yeah, shell company. So it probably sits. It probably yeah. sits in Tennessee. I it's it's distilled and bottled in the sovereign state of Tennessee. Sovereign state. Um, Derek, what do you think on the on the palate? I definitely like right off the bat that citrus just hits you. It's uh, I mean, it's kind of. It stays with you until it really stays with you until the end. The first sip that I took about uh, that I took off of it um, was super, in in my opinion, heavy ethanol because I was breathing through my nose, and my 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 nose was like <clears throat> my nose here is what kind of set of ladies. It is it is pretty powerful on the on the uh, the proof schedule. Yeah. Here. It's one of three. I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely up there. It drinks like a, a high proof whiskey. But honestly, I, this is crazy because I'm thinking about other bourbons that I've had, and Brent, you're absolutely right. Like this, I had a 12 year of another whisk, uh, another bourbon, and it had that same, that same, a, a similar taste to it. Yeah. It actually drinks a little older than seven year, I would say. I had a thought. This might be Jack Daniels, now that I think about it. 
I don't know because I'm I not. Don't, if, if, I don't. I'm not getting that. Jack I'm not getting bite. banana. I'm not getting that. Yeah, jack I'm not getting bite. the bite. Yeah. I'm not getting that. That. Um, <sighs> that banana. Like everything, Jack has banana, some form or another, and I don't get any banana on this one. But that, I mean, what if that's the coming bottom, from the distilleries? Yeah. Charles Charles filtering or it could be. whatever you know, whatever else. I mean, I mean, does this does just because Jack Daniels is making it doesn't mean it has to? Well, be I say that that ma- that mash bill or that process or does it go somewhere? Does it mean it have to go somewhere else right before it goes in the barrel? I mean, I think it could not. It could be something. And I totally I say that because if you look at the bottle, it says batch T one seven nine six. And it's been that batch, same batch, oh, yeah. for like three or four years. Seventeen ninety six has to refer to a year. T obviously being Tennessee. It's it's yep. one seven mm-hmm. nine six. And, and I think <laughs> that is Jack Daniels. Can confirm um, that's the that's the batch that's online. That's his birth year, I think. Is that when he was born? No, he was born in 1849. Never mind. Nope. That's not it. it see, again, trying to figure what is in, where this comes from is like a serial, you know, crime podcast. It's the Da Vinci Code. Or Bourbons. It is the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> just call us Indiana There's Jones. Something yeah. just, just call us the Jones triplets and let's go to Jock there is something about Tennessee in 1796. I don't know. Is that, is that when it became a state? Mm. Are they lo- around longer? Because Kentucky became a state in 1792. The, the yep, first it is. constitution that's what, of the state of Tennessee was adopted in 1796. That's okay. That's where that comes from. So, all right, all right. Um. The finish on this one is pretty good. It's it, you know what, for being such a high proof, it's got this really nice smoky, strong oak finish that I really like, and it, it's it, you know it's not too long, not too short. No, that oak is the the oak at the end is very nice. It's definitely one mm-hmm. that you taste, but it doesn't linger and take away from it. And more of that burnt orange really comes through on the back end of the palette on the back end of the finish so okay yeah so it's Tennessee Tennessee anniversary so I'm behind you guys but I see if there was any meaning to Jack the Jack Daniels now they did a bicentennial uh, whiskey a few years ago 96 yeah yeah the very very back end of this this finish still brings back that really um, not not like brand new leather but worn out leather like real worn leather like a saddle that's been just you know through hell and back yeah I'll agree on that worn I was when you said the leather I was going to say yeah, yeah but a very worn one so yeah it's a it's a nice finish man and I'm going to say I, I gotta I gotta think that this is char you know charmello filter because it is 103 103 proof does not drink like a 103 proof whiskey 
It is so smooth. And you still get some of those like maple sugar, like a little bit of sugary notes. I just, it's just weird that they're so caramelized and so, um, so smooth. Scott, I'm with you. This is, this is obviously from one of those two big guys, but where's, where's your money? Let's go drink the yeah. dickel. Let's, Let's drink put the some dickel, dickel in our mouth. mouth. And then circle back to... Everything's better with dickel <laughs> in your mouth. Yeah. Shut up, Jeeves. Jeeves is just shaking his head. Yeah. Again, really good note. Uh, nose on the notes. Uh, butterscotch. Love it. I'm going to drink it. All right, that, you can tell, has gone through the Lincoln County process. So Man. caramel. Sweet corn. It's yeah, it's definitely gone through that process because it, it, it's so mellow. But again, we're dealing with a lower proof, so that's kind of what you'd expect from a lower proof. Yeah, and and you also are dealing with a, ch a chill filtered, which does remove a lot of the. I mean, look, this is a very light mouthfeel. Uh, you could tell it's had the oils removed. Oh yeah. If this was non-chill filtered, I think this could be even better. What do you think, Brent? I still think I've got myself confused on what the fuck <laughs> I'm drinking, but... Um... Yeah, cause, and I had to go back because the first sip I took of this, I was like, oh my god, this is absolutely fucking terrible. Um, so I poured another another dickel into the glass and kind of smelled them, but it's better on second sip. But the first sip kind of kind of took me off guard. It was... It was uh, I want you to... It's the one that I said was very oak-whiny, yeah. toffee caramel at first. That, that one, and it had a kind of green wood taste that, it, that I kind of thought was funky. Um, Close your eyes. Smell your whiskey. I'm not closing my eyes and putting dick <laughs> on. played that game in college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did, it did not work Close out. your eyes. Smell your whiskey. Then taste it. Do you see my eyes closed? Roasted almonds. Honey roasted almonds. I came through on the palate. I don't know why I didn't I didn't get it right off the nose, but man, honey roasted almonds. I don't get that much. I don't get that much nuttiness from the dickel. <laughs> You've been waiting. <laughs> I mean the jokes. The jokes just write themselves. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um. Ah, this is this is almost as bad as the chicken cock we had. Yeah, this is. I think the chicken cock was was a bigger hit than the dickel. <laughs> it is a good. I mean, this is a good palate. Um, I just. I'm. I wish this was a little more viscous. I wish the dickel was thicker. <laughs> I can't. I can't say that straight face. I wish it was a little, little more viscous. It, it's just a little light on the the mouthfeel for me. 
You keep telling dickle jokes, I'm going to have to spit. Well, I'm going to swallow mine because I don't want to waste this one. It is good. I wouldn't waste it. <laughs> no dickle as, as to waste. As you should. As you should, Scott. <laughs> hey, spitters are quitters. I mean, I do... I do get... Um, I mean, as... First is the the nose, the initial nose on this. I mean, as I, I drink it, I do get more of kind of... I do get a little bit more of the age, a little more leatheriness and some kind of... Maybe some kind of cinnamon spice. It become it definitely has a wider, thicker palate on, um, on this than, I guess, the nose. I would have thought from the nose. The nose tasted pretty... Or smelled pretty thin and kind of one... Not one-sided, but it, kind of it was in very one much area. fruit forward. It wasn't like very. This, the nose was more yeah. fruit forward than what you're getting on the palate. Like honestly, palate and, and I, the I nose. Mean, when I go back to the nose, it's the, when I go back to the nose, it's still yeah. there. It's still very just very thin and and. The palate and the nose really don't match up on this one. I mean, you get honestly palate side by side of these two are pretty similar. This one definitely has a little more viscosity, the Kirkland's, than the Dickel. Um, but again, that's the chill filtering. This one has a little more the the Kirklands. I got to stop saying this one because they can't see us. Um, the Kirklands has a little more uh, oak spice to it. The oak is super mellow on the Dickel. I mean, for aging for ten to twelve years in new charred American oak, it is surprisingly light. And I don't know when, Brent. When do they do the, the chill filtering? That's, is that before or after barrel? I did a really good question. Um, that's a really good question that I don't, I don't know. But let's fucking ask. Let's ask. Hey Jeeves, Jeeves do you know when they do charcoal or when do they do chill filtering? No. Yeah, he doesn't know. No. I told you to show that. Uh, before bottling. So it's after barreling. That... And that makes and that makes sense because... The impurities you want... Yeah. Correct. It's because you want to... Well, but also I think you want the fat, the fatty acids and all that shit in the barrel just kind of creating that right. stew. And then you... And then you you pull it out versus pulling it out and having a very thin I don't know, honestly I don't even I think all that shit gets created in the in the barrel a lot of it gets created in the barreling pot process in the contact with wood in the change of temperature I mean because you gotta think Scott when when it comes out of the still it's pretty yeah. fucking pure oh, it's new make I mean you know it, it it's yeah it's pretty it's pretty freaking pure straight out the still i mean it's like vodka so i mean it's it doesn't have much wrong with it but i think it's in that resting time when all in that barrel that when all that yeah you know the, the fatty acids things start to separate things start to particulize and and you know move around and that's when the chill filtering comes into effect before it goes into the bottle which once again i'm, I'm all for nine Chill yeah, I agree. I, I, I think this one, good overall balance. I mean, you're not going to go wrong with it. And again, it's not an overly expensive bottle. I think it's like 42 to 45 bucks. 
for a small batch. I mean, again, 10 to 12-year-old whiskey, that's not a bad price for a 10 to 12-year-old um, bourbon. We'll call it bourbon for, you know, for Pete's sake. No, that's Scotch. It's... Yeah. <laughs> all in all, both are very good. Both are very, very good. So, Brent, give me your notes on the finish. Derek, give me your notes on the finish on this dickle. How does it finish for you? How does that dickle work for you? So, I actually, I think the finish on the dickle is longer compared to the Kirkland's. It's medium long. I said the Kirkland's is kind of long. It is a little um, longer. But I think I, I think I get, I kind of get the first hint of maybe some, like, fruit, maybe some kind of candied, candy fruit. Maybe your candy kind of nut kind of comes in. It's got kind of almost a cinnamony, um, I almost kind of say it's got some cherry, but that's kind of a stretch. But it's got kind of some, I, I think, you know, candied fruit stuff happening in the, in the finish. Very, kind of very, very tail end as you, it kind of do you, tapers Have you guys off. ever had those Jordan almonds, the ones you have at weddings? Oh, yeah. It kind of it kind of has that little, like sweet sugary almond on the back end of this. I was actually on the finish. Going to take a little bit from both of you because, to me, the finish on it had uh, honey and cinnamon, so mm-hmm. it was so it was very. It was candied. It had that honey honey candied feel again with the spice, you know, from the cinnamon, but. Very good, and it yeah it, it, it was medium. I will, I will say it's medium finish. Yeah, it's not it's not short. I mean, honestly, for for a no ch- or for a chill filter, in it, and the and the mouthfeel being pretty light, it's actually got a long finish for what the mouthfeel has. Um, yeah, medium long finish, sweet caramel, Jordan almonds. Um, I wish it had a little more oak, and I think it's made up for that by the the cinnamon like burn that's coming through that like mineral antiseptic kind of uh, tingle you get on your mouth after you've had the dickle in there for a while. Sometimes um, the dickle's in the mouth for a while, Scott. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's actually good. So, all right. Uh, Derek, do you want to give a rating or do you want to hear one first? I would like to hear one first. Okay. Brant, why don't you give a rating on the... Uh, let's start with the Dickel. Give a rating on the Dickel. So, um, I'll just say this was the this was my... Well, I don't know if I want to spoil, but this is the lower of the two for me, which is maybe surprising. I don't think you're surprising. wrong here. Just based on my, the, my likes... Um, and what I like in some, I just always talk about the classic bourbon taste. I think this ventures away from that. Now it's not a bourbon, right? So, you know, that could be par for the course. But Scott, this is right on, even though the proof is a little higher, a little higher, right on par with the other Tennessee whiskeys that we've had, the Gentleman Jack and kind of kind of things like that. So I give it an 82, not super impressive but I would say a low B on the scale so kind of Derek if mm-hmm. you're familiar with the 10 point grading scale it's kind of a low B a low B for for me how I, I kind of I don't I, I don't think you're it. wrong here Brant it's definitely lower on well usually never not, usually not often not. only when it comes to your views on scotch then you're completely wrong correct 
This one I think is a is a solid whiskey. Um, it's not one I'm going to go out and, and keep on the shelves on a regular basis, but if I run low and I see it, I'm like, hey, you know what? I'll, I'll grab a Tennessee whiskey. I think there are better Tennessee whiskeys. <clears throat> I think there are better price points at Tennessee whiskey. To me, it's an 84. It's a solid whiskey. 42 bucks. You're not going to go wrong. Small batch, 10 to 12 years. Again, you don't <clears throat> you don't find too many you don't find too many age statement whiskeys in Tennessee to begin with, let alone a a decent barrel select like this one. I think the only thing I well, the three things I would rank above this for Tennessee whiskeys is the Jack Daniel single barrel series. I think these that blows this out of the water, but this is still pretty good. So I'll give it an eighty four. Um, I agree uh, with both of you. Actually, um, this was this is my first time having it because um, I know me and Scott at least have have had many conversations about how we thought they were the the two were were comparable, and after doing that side by side test, it's it's definitely apparent that that they're not um, in a surprising way. Uh, I did like the mellow of of the uh, the barrel select. I did love the uh, the honeysuckle on it, um, and and the uh, and the candied spice finish. But I'm going to actually agree with Grant on this one and give it an 82. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's not bad and. Now here's the kicker. Before we give the rating on the Kirkland, taste them almost back to back. Like literally, take a drink, taste the Dickel, taste the uh, Kirklands right after it. No, they're not far off. I just think, I just think that the Dickel would be benefit, would really benefit without the chill filter. I think they make a huge mistake in chill filtering this one. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's not bad, but I just I just believe something about the chill filtering or, or the, the Lincoln County process, which I know those jacks all go all go go through that. But mm-hmm. I mean, but Jack kind of invented that, right? I mean, I feel like this is the well, hey, we, can, we, we, can, we know Uncle Nearest invented that. Well, but yes, yeah. but yeah, but we can, you know. Well, Jack made it famous, I guess. But this yes, is the we, this is the we can do that too, and we're gonna try to, you know, beat you at your own game. But I don't know. In, in my opinion, this is not superior. This is not the best whiskey made in Tennessee. No, no, it's not bad. Now they do make some better whiskeys, and uh, Brant will have to try the they, uh, bottle they and do. bond. I I have a bottle that in my owner's locker, and I will so say do I do. It is, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, well, because because I can barely find it here, but. Jeeves got us a couple like, bottles and we stashed that away. We don't even keep that on the bar. Yeah. Couldn't find it here, but it was just rampant in, in Florida. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, all right. Kirkland's. What do we what do we give it? Uh, well, Derek, now you know how to grade. Um, give us a grade on the Kirkland's. <laughs> so, overall, I'm going to start by giving it about an 88. 
Um, it's still a really good, um, really solid uh, straight Tennessee straight bourbon whiskey. Again, I just feel like they threw darts and was just like, "That's what we're calling it." <laughs> I I felt I feel like they put bourbon on this bottle mm-hmm. as a selling point because I think if you just had Tennessee whiskey on here. People aren't, like, the average consumer of Costco. Nope. I mean, look, Costco is not a liquor store. I've gone to liquor stores where people are literally walking down the aisles for 10 to 15 minutes, 20, 30 minutes. I mean, God, Brant, you and I have spent quite a bit of time standing around just texting each other on, in the liquor store. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like Kirkland was like, okay, it's Tennessee whiskey, but we gotta tell people it's bourbon because it still is bourbon. It still is technically bourbon. So let's put that on the bottle. Let's put whiskey on the bottle. Let's put Tennessee on the bottle because it's made in Tennessee, and make sure that they have all the information for, in front of it. For a seven-year, this drinks very well. Um, I think it goes. I, I, I well. When I had it, it took me completely by surprise. I honestly bought this um, years ago just to try a different... I honestly bought it as a mixer. I had no intention of sipping it. It's it's 30 bucks. Like, I don't care at that point. And and then I... Yeah, yeah, and that... And that's the thing is like at thirty dollars you're like hey you know what I'll take a flyer on it and see if it's good if it's not I'll throw it in some I'll like throw it in Jack and I'll, Coke, I'll throw it in, throw in, in a Jack and Coke it, whatever we got to do to finish this bottle and keep on moving yeah but it drinks very well I do like that it is uh, a little bit heavier than the Dickel um, the fifty one proof is not to be messed with because I'll tell you what no no <laughs> a one liter bottle of this. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Could, it's gonna create oh, yeah, some fuzzy nights, bro. You can fuck you're, up an you're, elephant. You're gonna, yeah, you're gonna not remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You put down some. You put down a good portion of this bottle, and you're gonna definitely be going for that dickle. Hey. <laughs> 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 you're gonna be like, hey, hey, love. How are you doing? Come here. Oh, I want it all. Let's try this tonight. <laughs> yeah, right. your wife's gonna be like, uh, go Absolutely. away, go away right now. No, this is th- honestly, I I write down my my notes and my, I write down my scores as we go along. It's an eighty-eight. It's an eighty-eight. This is a really really good whiskey. Love that it's not that it's non-chill filtered. It's got good mouthfeel. It's got good notes. I really enjoy and and Brant, there is that little hint of wet wood on the nose, but it's not anywhere else. Unlike some other bourbons that we've tasted. Yeah. Which, you know, is a good thing. I think you can you can mix this. You could throw it in some ginger ale and it would probably taste really good. But it's also something you can drink neat for $30. And I applaud that. So, 88 for me. So, I'm I'm right behind you guys. I gave it an 86, an 86. So, little little less, but I do believe of the two it is the superior without a doubt um, and like that would lead I mean that's, that's not hard to believe that 
they're just buying a better product or they're buying a better yield or whatever whatever Kirkland is doing, Mikasko is doing, because obviously they have probably more money than than Jesus. Um, you know, you may be getting it. You may be getting a single barrel. Well, I guess it's this fucking seven years old, which blows my mind. But you may be getting that. You know, that single barrel. No, and that doesn't fucking say single batch. barrel on the on a No, right? small batch. So it is still small batch. So it blows my mind what the fuck Dickel's doing if they're selling them juice. Because I don't know why you wouldn't be selling this as. Well, I, I hey, think but what, what is happening what is, is they're selling. What if this is seven year old bottled in bond? It could be that, and but also, it could be the same juice. But this is the difference, and and we've talked about it. And we've—I we, don't think we've actually done a show on on chill filtering, but this is the perfect show. This is the difference between chill filtering and non. So this says non on the bottle. This says non on the bottle on the Kirkland's bottle. No, but I can tell. I can definitely tell. Yeah. Because in in America, you don't have to say non chill filter. Okay. This honestly screams non-chill filter because you can taste that mouthfeel yeah well Uh, I think adding by the way adding water just brings out more of the uh, oakiness to it I think it's great how it is and I I agree I mean this is like I said this is a this is honestly this is a whiskey that most people probably unless you're just a George Dickel fan for some reason you're probably not all too familiar with the flavor profiles of George Dickel and, and the name is very big name in the whiskey world so if I poured someone a glass of this on the rocks and said hey this is no. fucking seven year dickle nobody would bat an eye um, you know no. you know. but if we said it's hey this is the seven year old Costco which I gotta tell you Costco has a reputation of having high quality um, you know store brand stuff because I can tell you my, my wife when we have a, a you know a party with a bunch of people and it's gonna be vodka cocktails or whatever she gets the Kirkland's Whatever French imported, yeah, it's vodka. It's great, that's, yeah, it's, oh, they're great. That's, they're great goose. Yeah, exactly. yeah, and it's fucking and it's fucking fantastic. And it's twenty bucks for a half, a half gallon. Or she also loves their Kirkland Prosecco. That's four dollars, you know, a bottle when you buy you know six. I mean, it's it's all really good stuff. Um, they're just doing it right. They're just they're just buying with, you know, buying in quantity and getting great deals and kind of passing it on it's kind of a shit you know it's a shame that they don't say what it is but honestly it's probably the reason why it's good and well, it's, good and it's, successful it's what keeps it cheap yeah i mean yeah. that's what keeps it cheap is that they can say they can go out to and i'm, I'm sure their vodka is either oh, gray goose yeah. or um Quiltism, belvedere yeah, yeah. Wait, wait is it french it is french Do they actually have the french yeah it so it's french. gray goose yeah. i mean they're the only vodka in france let's yeah. let's get serious it's Grey yeah. Goose, and honestly, you're paying half the price because you're not paying for that Grey Goose bottle. And there's probably yeah. something tweaked, uh, you know. I, I will say, I had a, um, when Sean Connery died, I had a vodka martini because he orders only vodka, which is not a real martini. But it's Sean Connery. I, I, it was Sean Connery, so I did it, and honestly, it was the worst thing I've ever drank in my life. I don't like vodka martinis. I don't like vodka. I think it tastes just like rubbing alcohol. Rub, yeah, yeah. It tastes like rubbing alcohol. Like know. gin's got flavors. It's got berries, juniper, and kinda all what, these botanicals. Kind of what it is. Just ethanol in a glass. Yeah. And whoever vodka makes the whoever sucks. makes the most ethanol-y ethanol is the winner. But all vodka is forty percent. Yeah. Like, 
I don't know. Rant over on vodka. It it tastes like shit in a glass. Damn. All right. I, 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 look. Uh, Gloves uh, off. Look. <laughs> I, I will. I will. I will mirror the statements of Eggsy from Kingsman when he says when he tells the guy at, at uh, Valentine's Day how to make a proper martini. He's like, gin, not vodka, of course, because why would you? Don't make a vodka martini. I'm like, and it, oh, it's funny. It's my wife loves vodka martinis. That's her thing. My wife too. Mm. Nope. Pass. Hard pass. Dirty. But yeah, but I mean, yep. they're drinking yeah. dirty martinis. That's not. I mean, that's, yeah, dirty that's a different. Co- that's a different brine. cocktail. It's a totally different cocktail, yeah. right? I mean, you know what? I would love. I've never made a gin martini dirty. I wonder what that would taste like. But see, I think that's the whole thing because the vodka doesn't have flavor, so you're drinking the olive brine where. A gin martini right. is what just is vermouth. I mean, vermouth rinse and then fucking gin. I think. See, I think uh, with with gin, I don't want any vermouth in my gin. Uh, I want my martini. So, my martini. Uh, we are off on a tangent. I don't know how yeah, we got you those. Said, oh yeah, I don't know because we talked about Kirkland. Kirkland's, yeah. Kirkland's right. vodka. <laughs> right. Bridge. It's the, that's the bridge. That's but the we're bridge. here. Yeah. Here we but, are. But we're here. We're here, and you're gonna listen. Yeah. So, my martini. I mean, if I'm not making a Vesper, which is probably what I'm going with anyways. Which is a whole other cocktail. My, right, whole other cocktail. But my straight gin martini is gin mixed for about 10 to 15 seconds, stirred, don't shake it, staring at an unopened bottle of vermouth. Do not use any vermouth in the gin because I just think it overpowers the botanicals in the gin. Vodka, on the other hand, needs that vermouth. It needs that little bit of flavor to get to the vodka. Yeah. So what else do you just put gin over fucking ice? So, so, so you fucking drink yeah, gin. Yeah, gin over ice. Stir it and throw some ol- throw some olives in there. So yeah. so it's 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 chilled gin with o- chilled with gin two olives. With two olives, and you swirl the olives around, okay. and it gets just a tiny bit of brine. But you're tasting the gin, and gin tastes So, Brand, if you ever want... <laughs> I don't know. I like gin. I, I, but I, I'm just if weird that it's called a Scott fucking... Mar- martini, it's called a martini. Like, I don't even understand it. fucking glass yeah. and put olives in it. Just yeah. like, here you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah. That's, here you go. that's right, bro. Yeah. But I, I thought you were supposed to, supposed to rinse the glass. You can. You can. But I, I don't really like the vermouth with the gin. I just don't think they play well together. Okay. Vermouth and, and vodka need to go together because that vodka tastes like nothing and it tastes like shit. Yeah. Well. Vodka tastes like shit. Uh, uh, basic lesson tonight, guys. Vodka tastes like shit. It's Even if vodka. it's Kirkland's. Doesn't matter. Fran- yeah, French. It's vodka. But I've had Belvedere. I've had... Well, let's be honest. Uh, no one is like, hey, what do you want to sip on tonight? I don't know. Let's do vodka straight. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, y- you drink, you drink vodka straight to get away from the fucking gulag. About to say, uh, <laughs> uh, I've I've seen it. Seen I it have done. not seen it done. Thank um, you. Oh yeah, no, I've, I've seen done it done. Shots. So look, <laughs> yeah. So, so <laughs> other things though, but just talking about the Kirklands and how great. I mean, they have tequila. Oh, their scotch so, is silver amazing. Silver Añejo tequila. Dude, I saw they just had yeah. like a 22-year-old um, scotch. I, Didn't Trossel buy I have like a 22-year-old? So, no, Derek's got some. Got some? Yeah, 22-year-old. Is they change up the year. So, this was last year. 20. Okay. This is this year. 20, okay. 20 is amazing. 
very good. That 20 is amazing. 22. 22. Derek, you're going to have to bring some of that back down to the speakeasy and, and share some of the 22-year-old. Brant will not – no, Brant will appreciate it. Because I mean, he can – look, he may not love scotch, but it's he, just not he my, can appreciate good scotch. It's just not my go-to, but I absolutely, right. absolutely appreciate it. But look, they – I will say – Oh, no, but – okay, all right. So, do, Brant, does your Costco sell scotch? Does your yeah, it has, it has okay. both of those. So, no, 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 don't do that. Okay. Get They have a blended scotch. Yeah. And I know that Scott's... No, no, no. Blended is not a dirty word here in the speakeasy. Blended is not a dirty word. However, it's like 17 bucks for uh, for a half gallon. Yeah. Yeah. And, um... (laughs) But it's it's solid, and it's not that peat. It's not that heavy char that you get from from single malt. Well... From space. I would love. It's, uh, you know, you know it's sourced. It's sourced that. by Alexander Murray, Scott. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's. Hey, they're my jam, man. I've got a bottle of Dalmore 15 by Alexander Murray that is the fucking shit, bruv. I it's so awesome. always recommend a Dalmore. They say it is Tullabardain blend. That's Irish, isn't it? Oh no, no, Tullabardain is is Scotch. Yeah. Tullamore Dew. Yeah. Tullamore Dew. So they say that Costco sells a hundred thousand cases of blended Scotch whiskey a year. It's fucking seventeen, eighteen it's good bucks, shit, man. And you get a half gallon. Like, How? Yeah. How? But that's that's big fucking numbers from one one place, man. That's mad. Right? But that's why they can because they're like, cool. I want yeah half your half, give, give me half. Give me a deal. Yeah. And yeah. then they're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, this was an interesting experience. Um, I think, you know, the moral of the story, if you've got a Costco, check and see if they sell liquor and go check it out. Because honestly, Brent, I think, uh, you know, thanks to you, well, no thanks to you, I've gotten into cognac. Costco cognac is apparently really, really damn good. I got to get a bottle of that. That's interesting. Yeah, the X, yeah. the XO. I've the XO. I've found some, some great deals, great deals at Costco. Just recently mm-hmm. found it, nineteen ten, an Old Forester one hundred proof co-pack for. Oh yeah, they're for cheap. Oh yeah, go co-packs. go to Costco I mean, on the holidays. Yeah, there's all kind of crazy. Their shit. holiday specials are amazing. You get like a bottle of nineteen ten. All the, you got a bottle of uh, Old Forester's eighty. And they have all those the great VAP co-packs with the glasses, glassware, yep. and all that kind of shit. So. And they had a they had a gift set last year, and I think they brought it back this year. But it's got Jack Daniels single barrel, Gentleman Jack single barrel, and Sinatra. Yeah, so it's got a a full bottle of single barrel, a full bottle of Gentleman Jack, which Brent was not bad, mm-hmm. not great, but not bad. Yeah. But then it's got like a half bottle, not just like a taster like airplane bottle, but a half bottle of Sinatra. That's cool. Fantastic value for like a hundred bucks. Yeah, it was hundred bucks. Because honestly, like, look, I, we're talking Tennessee whiskey. I like Sinatra. Think it's amazing whiskey. I just think it is so overpriced for what it is. It's a hundred and sixty or hundred and eighty dollars a bottle. Yeah. Hey, we're getting into the too pricey range for your britches, there, Jack. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, look, uh, Brant, it has been a fun show comparing these two. Uh, 
I'm excited to see more Kirklands. We, you know, maybe we'll have to. Well, well obviously, we're going to include some of this in the our, in our bottom shelf series next year uh, when we do Scotch and and Bourbon because while this does not make the bottom shelf Bourbon because it doesn't quite get to that twenty five dollar uh, limit. Their scotch does, because you can get a bottle of their blended scotch for $17 for a half fucking gallon. Jesus. <laughs> and we could definitely count that as a bottom shelf scotch. So, um, Derek, we'll have to have you on when we do the uh, when we do the bottom shelf uh, matters I look, episode. I look forward to it. All right. So, Derek, I want to thank you for coming down to the speakeasy. Uh, I, I know Jeeves can be a little standoffish, but uh, that's just his British side. That's, that's fair. I appreciate the invite. It was it, it's beautiful. So thank you for thank you for the invite and the speakeasy. I'd love to well, come back. Doesn't it make you, you feel like your home? It does. Like yeah. in your I, like I literally so literally in your like literally in your home. <laughs> I I feel like I could literally be. You could literally life. live there. You could live. Yeah, there. you could live here. Yeah, I mean, I know. Brant every every time Brant and I come down here, we're like. We really should just build bedrooms and just stay here full time. Yep. Yep. Go right to sleep. Yep. yep. Honestly, it would make it would make life that much better. So, Derek, thanks for coming. Brant, uh, I've had a fun time as always. So uh, we'll look forward to the next episode. What are, what, are we, what are we doing? Is it Statesman? Are we are we on Old Foresters yet? Are we? I don't know. This year has been so complicated. I don't know what I, day it is, and I'm not lying. We have we have two more episodes in this season. One is a Japanese whiskey. The other is a Old Forester, which we have talked about so much Old Forester this year, and I'm really excited to do these side by side because, honestly, Brent, everything that Old Forester puts out, I have loved, and I thank you for that because you were the one who brought me to Old Forester. So it's a sleeper, and um, it's, it's becoming a big. Whiskey, so it it's kind of crazy because it's. I felt like whiskey went through the. No one gave a shit, and then it was popular, and now every and for you know five years ago, everyone was trying to find the unfindable bottles, and then I feel like the real bourbon, the like real that. bourbon purists, are come around and they're like, ah, fuck all that shit, leave that for the new people. Like I want to find the drinkers, and and Old Forester is the history of bourbon. It's you know tells a story it's got a crazy lineage i mean and and it's i think it's blowing they, it's blowing they up they were the first they were the first bottled bourbon in america and there's there's obviously disputes to those claims and on it you know that's the crazy thing yeah. about bourbon is no one can prove fucking any of it um nope because back then no one really gave a shit because everyone was drinking gin and vodka and you know those were the spirits of the yeah. spirits of the time but um, but yeah, I think Old Forester is is growing and growing, and they make a great nineteen dollar product, and they make a great hundred dollar you know they, product. Their so. their their Old Forester one hundred is is delicious. I've actually been drinking it. I had, a old, I had a, I made an old fashioned with that on Friday night, and it was it's that's another sleeper sleeper bottle for oh absolutely twenty bucks. Brant, I finally picked up a bottle of the uh, Bottle and Bond, yes, eighteen ninety seven. Yes, it's delicious. <laughs> It's really it good. Delicious. So uh, I want to thank everyone for listening to tonight's show. We had a great time down here in the speakeasy. Derek, thanks for coming once again. So I will say, as we do every show, if you came here to learn, drink what you learn. If you came here to share, share what you drink. If you came in here a stranger, may you exit 
as a friend. And if you came for an adventure, drink, drink up. up. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Ba 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 doo 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 do